Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Success in walking. Galatians 5 from verse 16 through to 21 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. These days, walking has become a talking point and a popular activity. Of course, we walk every day, but I'm talking about walking beyond the ordinary. More and more people who are concerned about health are engaged in walking as a form of exercise. In cities, there are walking trails, walking parks, special places where walkers can do their thing in a safe environment. And many are reporting amazingly great results. Pounds are falling off. Physical strength is being restored. Mental and physical abilities are together being revived and people are reporting feeling better. Of course, there are some societies that walking is a harsh reality. There are people who still walk long distances to and from work and school and church, and many have to walk great distances to access important social um, services. So we're talking about a good thing today. We're looking at success in walking. Our text today speaks about a real-life problem that everyone, well, I mean every person who is an active believer of Jesus, experiences. There is an ongoing struggle between good and evil, or if we could use Bible language, spirit versus flesh. Here is the context. The flesh represents the real you, the person that the psychologist says is a creature of physical, social, emotional, mental development. This flesh version of you is who you are as a person and you got here because of the complex mixtures of genetics and life experiences. On the other hand, there is a spirit, that is your spiritual self, the part that is activated when you get into a relationship with God. Here is the deal. The two of them, flesh and spirit, are engaged in an ongoing vigorous fight over control for you. The flesh has its own agenda, which is lived out through certain desires and activities. The spirit, on the other hand, has its agenda too, that it wants to see those being functional in your life. They are categorically opposed to each other. You need to know that there will be no agreement between these two forces. And for the rest of your life, this struggle will always be present in your, in your life. Some people find it much for them and they get to the place where they simply choose to serve the flesh because they are so exhausted from the constant struggle between these two camps. Likewise, there are some people who invest in what they consider to be the wise thing and they eventually get to that place where spirit is so successful that the struggle between these two is reduced to a little squabble. And this is not because flesh has surrendered. Rather, it is because the person has chosen to give carte blanche rights to flesh, to spirit, to rule and reign.
we have a text that addresses this battle. It starts off with the concept of walking by the Spirit. In the physical, we're always walking. We walk from our cars to the office, from our bedroom to the kitchen. Well, the writer says that this matter is so basic, basic that he says, walk by the Spirit. If he had stopped there, it would not be complete. But he goes on to say, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Hmm. So there is some success there. He's making a case that if you make spirit a 24-7 focus, then flesh would lose 24-7. He acknowledges the struggle between the two, but obviously he is saying that you can't actually find a winner between these two opposing fighters in your life. And for him, the secret is walking by the spirit function by the Spirit. Let Spirit control you from the moment you wake up until you go to bed. He is saying that if Spirit is in control of your life, then you are sure to be a winner. What is interesting is that he doesn't hold back anything. He tells us that flesh has its list of activities, and the writer gives us a good deal of them. What shall we do? Things like witchcraft and orgies and discord and selfish ambition and envy, just to name a few, are features of flesh. Go back and look over this list of things in Galatians 5, 19 to 21, and you will find that as much as you yield to the Spirit, then these things will hardly likely to occur in your life. When the Spirit has the upper hand, when Spirit is instructing you in victorious living, you will succeed. I hope you're getting it so far. If there is a struggle, then there is expected to be a winner. The writer is saying to you, focus on building up the opponent called spirit. That is about your relationship with God and how much you are committed to serving God with all your heart. So he says, walk by the spirit. That sounds exclusive. He's not encouraging you to share support. He tells you like it is, walk in the spirit. When you do that, you will be successful. You will live a better life. Your life will be more meaningful. Today, I stop by to encourage you to think about it and make the right decision. This is a decision of victory, a decision of success, a decision that makes you kick flesh to the curb and say, spirit, take over. Today, let us choose to walk by the spirit. <laughs>